sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Pop Culture Continuum, episode 202. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. I didn't know we were keeping such a close track of numbering. I'm trying to now, but I will lose count. Like probably, you know, I usually lose count around four when I'm counting on my fingers. So I I figured 205, I'll I'll probably call 217 or something. That's interesting. You're able to to ignore the first two numbers. So your brain damage is, is enough that you can count higher numbers than four. It's just that oh, yeah, it's four of each number. So, well, how does it work with 10, 11, 12? It's a very specific form of brain damage. No, I just, like, once I get to four, then I just lose track. That's all it is, really. Like, okay. I still, I, I understand the concept of the numbers after four, like five and six. I just, I just can't, you know, it's like that thing with the phone numbers. You can't keep too many digits in your head at once. It's one of those kind of things. After four, I'm just like, I don't know, 987. That thing with the phone numbers. You know, Sounds very suspicious. It It is. It's some Cold War era shit. Conspiracy. In any case, this week we're doing... Absolutely Fabulous versus Workaholics. Yeah, Pat's Picks. Uh, I guess I kind of see why you would put them together. Um, I had actually never seen Absolutely Fabulous before. You hadn't? Except for, you know, like clips here and there, but... Oh. <laughs> yeah. I have... I, I I don't know if I found it funny back when it was originally on because I, I mean we're we're gonna talk about it. I didn't find it like laugh out loud hilarious, but I did enjoy it, and I think that's how I felt about it at the time. I, I watched it all the time. I really, I I don't know. It, it's 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 kind of well. Do you want to start talking about it now or? Yeah, no, let's go for it. Uh, it's it's kind of a depressing show because it's it's this dysfunctional relationship between the, the daughter and the mother, but it's still pretty funny. And I've always had a, I love the, the secretary played by Jane Horrocks. I've always thought she was hilarious. Bubbles. Bubbles. Uh, named after Michael Japs- Jackson's chimp. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Well, this was 92. So I think she was definitely named after the chimp. Um, uh, yeah, I actually Jackson did have a time machine. I actually found it, uh, quite enjoyable Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's not laugh out loud funny i don't think although you know occasionally in the first episode once or twice but uh it's more just kind of clever like it's not you know if you watch british comedies there's there's really only two types there's like super fucking dumb benny hill and there's more clever i guess is the best word for it and then there's are you being served yeah which i don't even know what that is that a comedy I thought it was a I thought it was a tragedy. Um, yeah, and this is this is definitely not of the dumb variety. Uh, I also like one thing about uh, the BBC shows. I don't know why it's like a rule. Maybe it isn't anymore, but they, you know, they do short runs for for seasons. But it's because they have like the the creator like write every episode. Really, which keeps it. Yeah, is that, like cheaper. I don't know if it's cheaper, but it definitely uh, keeps it strict to their vision, so mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. Um, it's I'm sure it's cheaper too. I mean, you're not hiring all these dunderheads. Um, 
Yeah, I I really like the daughter actually. Yeah, that was when I was a kid and watching it. I had a huge crush on the daughter. <laughs> okay. And she's very funny in in a kind of unrewarding role. She doesn't have the like uh, Jennifer Saunders. Uh, what's her name? Adina. Adina. What Eddie? Her character is all this broad comedy, like opening the windows and having the light knock her off her feet. So it's, it's all that kind of stuff. And and the daughter is just kind of like, <laughs> just kind of playing, yeah, playing the mother basically. Yeah, the mother role in the relationship. Right. Yeah, but she's like so sarcastic and like mm-hmm. snarky that I like. I like. Yeah, and her mom is like so desperate for attention. I'm speaking off of only seeing the pilot episode, so. Uh, and uh, the other thing I was going to say about it, and it, this is going to be true for both shows, the the build the build up of the characters over the course of seasons is part of what makes the comedy. So we're basing it on we're talking about one episode. I think the fact that the show was on for a while makes it kind of builds up. So in episode five of the third season there's going to be jokes that are have built up over the years and so it's it's uh it's interesting to look at it from the from the start knowing that this is gonna it's these neither of these shows are the kind of shows that there's a lot of change but it doesn't matter because you know the character so the the humor is based in what has the characters written so that makes sense yeah and that's those are the kind of shows we generally tend to like anyway for comedies, character-based comedy. Right, um, right. Which is why, you know, like, I think both of us have fallen off with Modern Family. I think it started out being somewhat character-based, and now it just seems like set-up punchline, set-up punchline, let's get to the joke. Let's right. Like, I mean, there's a joke here. That sort of thing, but there it was a little bit of, of both, and it doesn't seem like it's as much both as it used to be. Yeah, it's definitely not as much character anymore. Um yeah, no, I can totally see that. Like, that's so. I'll keep watching this because it is all all the comedy comes from the characters. And uh, Joanna Lumley does a good job too as Patsy. She's just very like stone faced, like somebody who's done drugs all their life, <laughs> but is still rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a good. Uh, it's a good role. And then Jennifer Saunders' character is just a total fucking wreck. Yeah. She's a... Here's an interesting fact. Jennifer Saunders, born in 58, and her daughter played by, I don't know how to say her name, Julia Sawala. Uh, she was born in 68. Ten years younger. Yeah, she could have had her at 10 mm-hmm. in the world of this show. <laughs> yeah, uh, just some... I know I like that... I like that Patsy offered her Coke at one point, because that's not something you would have seen on American sitcom, most likely. Maybe now, by 92, but... They tried to make this into an American sitcom. I don't think it ever happened. Roseanne was was produce. going to... I don't know if she was going to produce and star or just produce, but Roseanne was somehow attached. Yeah, I remember uh, she had them on Roseanne at one point. Oh, were they? Yeah. Like, was it in that final weird season? It might have, yeah, because it was after they won the lottery, so it must have been. Okay. Um, were they playing these characters in Roseanne? Basically, I don't think they were like specifically these characters, but they were the characters in, right. in yeah. spirit. Uh, speaking of which, you know they're they're rebooting Roseanne. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, apparently they're going to ignore that entire last season when they do the, <laughs> the new series. It's probably for the best, or that that final episode where it turns out everything you thought was wrong. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're going to ignore all that because Dan's coming back. I know. So. Oh right, he died. He's not in that final season, is he? Right. Yeah, it turned out he, he died. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Who knows what Ro- Roseanne will be like now with her in charge? Maybe it'd be all about chemtrails and shit. But I guess we'll see. <laughs> anyway, so you you watched this all the way through, and it never really went off the rails. I assume. Oh, I didn't watch it all the way through. I just watched it a lot at the time. But, you know, this was in the 90s when there's no DVR. And I just watched it when I was just I wasn't watching TV all the time. So I'd watch it and I'd enjoy it. And then the next time I'd watch another episode and enjoy it. But I don't have any clear idea of how many episodes I watched and what episodes I watched. I think it was alone for a long time. So, no, I did not watch it all the way through. I'm trying to find out. Okay, wait, here we go. Shit's all in the way. Um, se- original series 92 to 96. Oh, and then revived series 2001 to 2004. Yeah, I watched like 92 to 94 around there. I watched a lot of episodes, but definitely not all the way through. So you're watching this while you should have been studying for your degree. <laughs> that sort of thing. Or probably during the summer. Oh, I think they they showed it maybe on... Like MTV or something? No, I think I was just I thinking know. of the young ones. That's how they showed that. But no, I don't remember on MTV. I was thinking Comedy Central, but that doesn't make sense either. Maybe it was just on PBS, like all the BBC shows. That seems a little racy for PBS, though. Mm. I don't. I don't think they care as long as it's BBC. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that's true. I know. I guess it's not quite as racy as Julia Child, anyway. So. Well, nothing is. Yeah, so, well, I guess, I mean, if people don't know, I mean, I had a general idea what it was about, even though I hadn't seen it. Um, so she's a fashion designer, and I assume that... Uh, excuse me, it was on Comedy Central, that's where I watched it. I, fashion designer, or... Was, was she a fa- I don't think she was a fashion designer, well, she, she just for ran a, the show. Yeah. She ran fashion shows, so like a PR agent, or... Um, I don't know. And, but she has a daughter who is high school age and does not approve of her mother's drinking. Yeah. Her constant drinking. Uh, <laughs> and wait, so she was born in 68. So she was actually like 24. I guess that's not that bad playing 16. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they did say the age, didn't they? That I knew yeah. it was high school age, but it, yeah. Yeah. Cause at one point she, uh, Patsy asked her how old she is. She's like 16. She's like 16. Get rid of her. <laughs> The part I laughed out loud at actually was was dumb. Like it was it was her falling out of the car. At the <laughs> yeah, well, at the end when she opened yeah. the door. But you kind of can't go wrong with that, especially the way they did it. It was it was a pretty good uh, vaudeville shit. And then I I do, they have her as this like this total alcoholic, but she gets to it's, it's a, but definitely a functioning alcoholic. She gets to work and she gets everything done, even though the the show was like on like there's the person, the person who's supposed to be in the show wasn't there. They couldn't get any celebrities. Nothing was working out, and then she decided to to work on it, and everything, everything got everything got fixed. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's how alcohol works. It it only helps you in your. Career. I don't know if the alcohol did it because she was kind of putting stuff on her teeth. So maybe the coke is what fixed everything. Within the coke, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. A mixture of coke and alcohol will get you places. Just remember that, kids. Um, yeah, and then I don't like. I didn't get much of a sense of Patsy. Like, did she work with her? I don't know. Cause that's no, the only no, episode. Patsy, they, they, in the episode, they talk about 
her magazine. I think she's a magazine editor or oh, something. Okay. I I must have missed that. Um, so they're just friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I assume like later on in the series it goes more into like backstory and stuff too. I guess I don't really remember. I know. I don't. I mean, if, I, I, they did do a I flashback in this, but yeah, I think yeah, and I, they probably introduced that mother at some point. All other kinds of characters. I, I just, I just don't feel like it's, a, it's a, it's, it. Nothing changes from yeah. from season to season. So it's just other other ways where they get into self destructive trouble, and the daughter has to deal with it. Another thing we like: no, no character growth. It's, <laughs> it's a Seinfeld. It's always sunny type model. Yeah. I, I I like I actually like both ways. Like, That's uh, true. Like Parks and Rec was definitely character growth, which we loved. Parks and Rec, The Office had a little bit. Um, the show that was just yeah, the Michael Mike Sure show that was definite car- character growth, and then it kind of really went off the rails. A good place. So well, yeah, I, it went off the rails in a fantastic way. Though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, no, that's true. But we, but I'm saying we do like shows no. with no character yeah. growth as well. Yeah, they don't need to have it. Um, but like consciously no character growth, not like the Cosby Show or something where it's just the same dummies every week doing the same shit. Um, <laughs> how's that different? What? <laughs> They're consciously not not changing anything. What the Cosby Show? No, they just they just weren't smart enough to change them. I thought you they, liked the Cosby Show. I have a memory of you being in my house like uh, 15 years ago and it was the first time Cosby show was ever on cable and you and, and I think it was Barry were there and you guys were insisting on watching the Cosby show. I was like, I'm out. I can't watch any more of this damn show. What? I hated the Cosby show. Uh, maybe you're just enjoying making fun of it. Possibly. <laughs> Barry. Um, I don't know why you didn't say Katie. Cause Katie was there. Yeah. But that was after she either before she got there or after she left. Oh, I was going to say, maybe she wanted to watch a Cosby show. Seems right up her alley. Well, she, does like, she does like rapists. Yeah. Uh, it was, that's what's well known at the time. Anyway, let's get off rape. Uh, so Jane Horrocks, is she somebody? Like, did she do other stuff? Uh, I don't know how much other stuff she did, but there is a movie that came out like 97, 98 around there called Little Voice about a woman who has I forget, some kind of mental problem, but she's really good at singing. And Jane Harks starred in that and had Ewan McGregor. And it's a really sweet little movie. Oh, well, she, yeah, she's, def- she's definitely a, uh, it almost, well, I, I shouldn't make the comparison because it's nowhere near as bad, but it, it could be a caricature of a character, um, especially the way she talks, but I was going to compare it to that, uh, that fucking idiot on Big Bang Theory with the speech impediment. Um, but it's not really, it's not that level. No, I thought she just had a, a funny inflection. A, a way but... of talking, yeah. It's very, it's very manic, that, is, is more what I mean, I'm saying. That, that actor is kind of funny. I've seen him in other things. He's I... good in other things. He's, nobody, look, they're all good, probably, well, I don't know about, you know, the other Well, you dudes, called him but... an idiot. I just wanted to stick up for the guy whose name I forgot. I meant the but... character, that... <laughs> I'm sure they're all fine actors. Well, we know some of them are fine actors and other things. They're just, it's just, they're wasted on that show. Um, and that's, it's really stupid on Big Bang Theory, that character. Like, there's no need for that. It's, yeah. it's like third grade humor. Anyway, um, what I meant to, so I shouldn't have even made the comparison. It's a very mannered way of speaking that, 
that's a conscious choice, obviously. Uh, but it works. Right. It's it, funny. Yeah, it doesn't go into into absurdity. So uh, be this week, or yesterday, when we couldn't decide what to do, John wrote me and asked me for what we should do, and I gave a, a bunch of of examples, including this one. And another one, I'm really surprised you said no to, is Big Bang Theory versus Three's Company. I mean, we can do it sometime. I don't know if Three's <laughs> Company is streaming anywhere. Actually, Big Bang Theory is probably not streaming anywhere. I, just, I specifically chose two shows that I knew would, you, knew I you would, would not enjoy. I mean, you know, I've watched movies I hated, so I watched that fucking Star Wars holiday special. I can sit through a <laughs> half hour of Three's Company and Big Bang Theory. I I don't I, as far as things go, I, I, th- those would not be the worst things we ever watched for sure. No, I don't. But know something if... in both shows. There's there's always something to like because if if uh, Three's uh, Company had, had Don Knotts or Don Knotts or um, or Norman Fell, either one. Norman Fell, you're gonna laugh. And Big Bang Theory I'm doesn't have laugh. as much, but there's probably something once in a while. Maybe if Bob Newhart's on, I would just yeah. Like I don't like him. Bob Newhart on that show. Have, but yeah, I haven't ever seen him on it. I just know he's been on it. Um. Well, oh, I don't know if you listened to our 200th episode, but I did put a clip of uh, Big Bang Theory without laugh track in there, and it's yeah, it's just really bad that show. But I, I would do it. All right, next week, uh, Three's Company versus Big Bang. Well, I'd Theory. rather do sitcoms. There's a that was a long list. Of lots of we liked. That was just <laughs> my way of poking at you, poking you. Anyway, the guy's name is John Russ Bowie. Yeah. He's on, uh, what's it called? Speechless. Speechless, yes. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think he's, I've heard him on podcasts and stuff. You know, he seems, he seems totally fine. I just, ugh. Like, it's such a dumb choice. Anyway, absolutely fabulous. About two drunks. One is just, like, emotionally dead, basically, right? And, uh. And the other is emotionally needy as shit. Yeah. And calls absolutely everyone she meets darling, darling. sweetie. Yeah, darling sweetie. Um, and, like, so much wants approval from her daughter, but at the same time, like, is dismissive of her daughter. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think there's other shows that have, and maybe they came after this, but that I can't think of them, but they have a similar... Uh, the like child as a parent uh, kind of uh, you know uh, I just can't think of one I, I know there's another one though that the 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 you know the the parent is a a wild person and the, and the child's kind of straight laced and has to hold the person the the parent back I can't I just can't think of it off the top of my maybe head maybe that shameless show was like that I don't know I've, I've never, never watched seen that. it so this is no I'm thinking of something I've seen I'm just I'm just, it's just I'm drawing a blank when I try to think of exactly what it was, but anyway, it's it's an interesting Oz? dynamic for sure. Oz, yeah, yeah. Are no, it's talking about the Sam Raimi film with about the Wizard of Oz. Wait, did Sam Raimi do a version? Yeah. Oh no, no, I was talking about the HBO prison drama. Um, yeah, it's I would actually watch more of this. It's not bad, and a lot of British shows that people love, I really thought were hit or miss like, uh, coupling. I, I thought, and they, they, which they did do an American version of, like I watched a few episodes of that and I was like, oh, this is not my thing. Oh, you, you watched a few episodes of the British version. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't dislike it. I, I think it's, 
it's definitely not a laugh out loud show. It's kind of a, it's, it's basically a soap opera with some jokes and I didn't hate it. I just, yeah, yeah, I don't, I I can see what you're saying, but it's, there's, what's another British show you watched and didn't, didn't like that much? Um, well, the, the, uh, oh man, I'm going to forget, I totally forget his name. The Shaun of the Dead one, dude. Oh, he had a TV show? Spaced. That's what it was called. It was okay, oh, but like I felt like it it wasn't great, and it relied too much on pop culture references, Star Wars, and things like that. Like it was totally for geeks, but I didn't think the jokes were there. And you know, to be fair, I don't think Shaun of the Dead or any of that those three films were all they could have been either. So I like Shaun of the Dead. That's the zombie one, right? Yeah. I didn't like. There's another one with cop. Or is that the one with cops? No, the yeah, the cops one was the second one, which I didn't care. Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot Fuzz I didn't like as much as Shaun of the Dead. I like Shaun of the Dead. Um, but the other British shows that I can think of that are popular that I actually like a lot. Of, it Crowd I liked. And I couldn't get of course, into it. The Office everybody likes. Yeah. Although. The UK and uh, which is funny because the American Office played for so long and it was so popular, it it kind of dwarfs the UK Office in a lot of ways, and I think. At first, no one thought that would be possible because the first season of The Office was, I mean, the, not the first season. The first season was actually pretty good, but the first episode of The Office was just a, like a, a remake a, of the a pilot, total the, remake, yeah. and, it, and it wasn't even close to as good. So I think, I mean, I know I was not a fan after watching that first episode. So it is kind of sh- shocking that the the U.S. Office was able to catch up with the Ricky Gervais version so quickly. And I know by the end it was it was a pale pale comparison, but I think overall it's they're both equivalent yeah well i had seen the british office before the american office so when they did that that pilot i was like oh yeah this is not working yeah yeah exactly um but yeah they found their feet and you know dwight was arguably a better uh character than the british version yeah so you never liked the i think the crowd I, I mean, I know it's good for geeky people because it has a lot of legitimate, not Big Bang Theory geeky jokes, but legitimately funny jokes. But I also think it ha- it's filled with awesome performances. So I'm, I'm surprised you couldn't get into it. Yeah, I only watched one episode, to be fair. But it, it just wasn't, yeah, it was kind of, it seemed very uh, run-of-the-mill humor to me. So, huh. I don't know, maybe we can do an episode on that. I'll try it again. Yeah, uh, I had that was on that list. Was, I forget what I had going against it. It crowd versus something. No. It's not the IT crowd. It's the it crowd. I think it's probably the IT crowd, but I like the it crowd. Because they have a killer clown. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let me see. I can find find what you... God damn, why do I have like 5 million emails every day, and yet I never unsubscribe from anything? Um, That sounds like a you problem. It sounds like a U2 problem. That's another thing I was thinking of doing, just a Bono podcast. Just ask Bono questions and Bono will answer them. Be like five-minute podcast. Uh, oh, versus the young ones. You didn't like the young uh, ones, though, I thought. No, I like the young ones. I just okay. didn't want – it was just like absolutely fabulous. I watched a bunch of episodes of it, but not all – I know I didn't watch all of them, and I know there's not many to watch, so I just <laughs> – no, I like the what young ones. You know who's on the first episode of the young ones? Motorhead, your favorite band. Um, yeah, let's. Well, okay, thumbs up for me 
for absolutely fabulous. Yeah, yeah, I I I was a little tentative watching it, thinking, oh, it's it's something I liked in the past, and maybe nostalgia will make me not like it. But nope, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of stuff from the early '90s does not hold up. I mean, we did an episode on Beverly Hills 90210. Um, yeah, but I think that's a little bit different. It, I don't, it totally I, is. <laughs> but even comedies, I'm just trying to think of what comedies were even around then. I don't think a lot of them hold up either. What American comedies? What, what yeah. would be? Let me. I think early we should look 90s, it up. I, just, I mean, I don't even know what it like. Early nineties American comedies is Seinfeld. I think that holds up. I think we no, both agree. That's on that. the only one I can think of though that does. Like, what else Friends. was around then? Well, Friends was popular, but I didn't eh. like it. Yeah, same here. Time. So that's that's you know. Let's see. Uh, what else was there? Oh, Simpsons. That holds up. Yeah, but those were all. Those had all come out before. Um, yeah, I don't know, but there's all the ones you don't remember, like Veronica's Closet and. Well, Wings, there's one for you. I always like Wings, and I think you that's did from not. Yes, I did. I like Wings. I like the actors in it. The guy went on to do Monk. The guy went on to do that wine movie. That wine like movie. Wings. It's like that '70s show. Uh, Young Indiana Jones, Jones Chronicles. Never watched an episode of that. Coach. Come Coach, on. I like. That's another one. What is wrong with you? Did not care for Major Dad or Evening Shade. Oh yeah, those were CBS comedies. Always bad. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, NBC. Ah, uh, that's true. Classic. Blossom, followed by Blossom. Full House, followed by Hang with Mr. Cooper, followed by Roseanne, which we already spoke of, and I don't know why we didn't think of thinking. This is, the, this is the ABC Tuesday night lineup. Full House, Hang with Mr. Cooper, Roseanne, and then the Jackie Thomas show. What the fuck? Jackie Thomas had a show? Wait. Jackie Thomas is that, that, the show that Tom Arnold did. And oh, I Jack! I was thinking of Jackie Mason. Sorry, <laughs> who also probably did have a show. Jackie Mason had a show, wasn't it? Jackie Mason had that show with Richard Lewis. Maybe. I, I, who knows? Oh, that's another one. That Richard Lewis. Uh, who else was Jamie Lee Curtis in that too? Yeah, wasn't Jackie Mason in that too? Possibly. That was an awful show. I don't know how that guy got a career, Jackie Mason. Um, Jackie Mason. He was funny. That late in the day? No, he was vaudeville, and he he like hit big in the nineties. It was very weird. Yeah, but I mean, he was old in the nineties. It wasn't like he was doing doing <laughs> he was doing vaudeville as a young person. Well, no, <laughs> I, mean, I know, but <laughs> anyway, the nineties sucked. We can all agree. Anything uh, but love was the Richard Lewis. So yeah, I, mean, that I don't think it. Jackie Mason was in it at all. So I don't know what I'm thinking of. Was that Jamie Lee Curtis though? Yep. That's so weird. Yeah. Oh, Mad About You? There's another one. See? Yeah, the stuff doesn't hold up. Mad About You wasn't bad either. I'm not going to say anything bad about a lot of these shows until I hear one. That I, I mean, Full House I didn't like, but that wasn't for me. Mad About You was, there was a few seasons where it was good. It was, you know, it was it was kind of it was kind of uh, King of Queens level, I would call it. Yeah, I would I would agree. Uh, and Wonder Years. Oh, yeah, I did Duke like Wonder Years. Home Improvement I didn't care for. Oh, it was awful. Huh? Yeah, that was the voice he did. Mac Matlock, not a sitcom. I don't remember Martin very well. You don't, Shanae. In Living Color, I like. So there's lots of stuff in the '90s on American TV that Martin, I bet yeah. it's still funny. I'm not gonna. Oh, Different World was still one at that time. Damn, Gina. Oh, I'm I'm, not, I'm having a lot of trouble. I didn't realize Cheers was still on at that time either. Yeah, Cheers lasted a while. Well, Cheers started. It must have been its last season. 
when did it start? Yeah, who cares? 82 to 93, yeah. It started at 82? Mm-hmm. No way. Cheers did? Yep. Damn, that was a mold breaker then for being that early. Oh, yeah. Totally against a different strokes model that was prevalent at the time. And it took a while for it to, to gain steam. That was one of those Tarkov, we're going to let it have bad readings, ratings and let it pick up an audience that they always talk about not happening nowadays. Yeah, much like Seinfeld. R.I.P. Brandon yeah. Tartikoff. A true visionary, if you can say that about anybody involved in TV. Well, I think everybody involved in TV is a visionary because you have to say. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. And that's not true. Marley Matlin. We'll be right back. We had a comrade. A brave comrade, he could talk for whole days But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shamiro To computers wearing earphones He almost died for conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing Steeplechasing Here we go. We are back uh, with Workaholics. All right. I'll say this about about it. It was okay. I don't know. It's not really my. It's not really my thing because I feel like this kind of humor is a little tired nowadays. Well, remembering this show is seven years old. No, I know, but even even by then, like it's always sunny had had come out, and you know, it's just about kind of asshole people. I I think all the actors are good, actually. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I do like it, and that is because pretty much everyone in the cast is outstanding, including non main people. Like in in this episode, I have a guest star. I forget the dude's name, but he's always funny. Yeah, the dude from and, Veep. Yeah, and yeah. everything well, else. Yeah, yeah, everything else improv and uh, the woman who plays Jillian, who's in, been in a, a, a few funny things. And so yeah, it's I I think the, and the main cast, everyone in the main cast is great too. And I I mean it's tired, but they do such good work with it. I don't even know if, what. Why do you think it's tired? You're I mean, good. I just you know what you start out with um, a dick pic joke, and you, then you have shit and piss jokes. I don't know. It's it's a little too juvenile style like shock <laughs> humor from someone who loves broad city I th- but broad city to me is very witty um broad city is doing the same jokes as workah- workaholics but i i agree it's a, it is wittier it's and broad it, city is laugh out loud funny where i didn't find this to be so uh, i found it a, I, a little the, i don't know a little cringeworthy some of it to me that that's all which i don't really get from broad really? city what was cringeworthy I don't know the shit on the dollar bill. That was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and it's something that would be funny in Broad City as well. <laughs> I could, I could imagine them doing that in Broad City and laughing about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe it was. not. Maybe not. The the um, I did laugh. Definitely laugh out loud at the scene with there's anyway the plot of the, the there's three dudes that are definitely party party people who are drinking, getting high, and they went into work the next day and found out that they had to take a drug test. Did that? The, the plot of this episode 
And one of the things they did is they, they said, well, how are we going to get any clean urine? Nobody that's under, that's over 12 year old doesn't smoke pot. So they just go to a grade school and try to get pay, which is a, to me was a funny scene because they show up and they're all red from taking niacin and all the kids run away because they think they're monsters and because they're stranger danger. And one kid comes over and he's real foul mouthed and offers his pee for something he can't buy. I just seemed very, uh, it seemed like they're trying too hard to be, it's always sunny to me in that, in that scene. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I, maybe I'd be coming at it from too critical of an angle. It's just for, for whatever reason, I didn't laugh at it. Okay. Well, while admitting I, the actors are all good, the, the, the actors are all good. And I can see where you're saying that they're trying, but who cares? It's, it's always sunny did it funny and they're doing it funny in a different way. I, I don't care as much about that. And I like that it's a, like a, a plot that they thought about things like the very beginning of the episode. It's this stupid joke. I mean, there is a lot of stupid humor in it, but I never mind stupid humor. There's a stupid joke where they play a prank on Anders and they go back to the office and Anders plays a prank on them and makes them eat part of the part of the ceiling, ceiling. Yeah. part of the ceiling, which was humorous. And you don't think that is leading to anything. And then they watch die hard and then it goes back and the, because there's a scene in Die Hard where he's walking through the ceiling and they go back to that particle board ceiling. So it's kind of a callback to that, which, you know, most dumb sitcoms aren't going to have that kind of, that kind of callback for no reason. So I thought that was what, that's one of the things I like about it, that it's not, I mean, I've not watched, I think I've watched this episode and maybe two others. So it's not like I'm a huge workaholics fan. I just think this was funny. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's dumb. Like, uh, like, you know, two broke girls, dumb, Right. Yeah. It's it's they're definitely smart people working on it and and acting in it. I just I don't know why it didn't click with me. Maybe I was just maybe it was just the mood I was in. Um, you know. But so. you could definitely would can say that. I mean, it's always sunny came first. So this show, I don't know if it wouldn't have happened with it's it's always sunny, but it maybe it wouldn't have gotten on the air as quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah these I. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've seen Anders. I don't know the actor's names. The only actor I know is Adam Devine, but um, who was very funny. And he's been in Modern Family, speaking of Modern Family. And he's, he's been in a couple movies. But I've not seen the other two in many other things. But I think they are funny guys. No, I, I saw the uh, the hippie-looking dude in uh, in a couple things before this. I don't Maybe it wasn't before this came out because this came out, what, 2011? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that one show, Greenlight, I think it was called, that I liked, that was on Fox for like half a season. Um, oh, he, was he in that? He was in that, yeah. He played a like a convenience store clerk, and he was hell funny. Oh, they, I remember that. Yeah, he yeah. was good in that. And then the other dude I've never seen in anything else. But he seems like a per- perfect casting for like um, a dick preppy jock type dude. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. And, would... and I think you kind of expect that his character to be like that in this show, but he, he really isn't. He's, he's just the same as the other guys, Yeah, which makes it funnier. Yeah. But he, I mean, he would work well in that role. I'm surprised mm-hmm. they, he hasn't been used more. Um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it was, and, and like, I can appreciate like the, the links they went to, to try to dodge this drug test or, or change it. Like it was, it was clever. It just didn't, I don't know. I thought, Maybe I'll have to watch more. It didn't. Nothing made me laugh. Uh, not at all. Wow. Yeah. No. I know. Well. T- yeah. I don't know. The the actual 
title of the episode is piss and shit. So yeah, they're not, they're not subtle. It's not subtle. It's, yeah. It's not, it's not, I don't, I don't, uh, remember the other episode I've watched. I know I've watched at least one more because the, uh, Jillian, I forget the actress's name, but I, no, it is Jillian. It's Jillian Bell. She's, have you watched the show? I think I talked about, it. I recommended it one episode where she plays a, the daughter of, Oh, I think we even did an episode about it. The daughter of a rich guy and the other, uh, the, he, he goes to hire a nanny and the nanny thinks that she's going to be working with a kid, but it's, it's this woman. Oh, I didn't think we did an episode on it, but I think he recommended it. Okay. Yeah. So I like her and she, when, wait, who is she in this, in this show? She's the coworker. Oh, the, the one who says bros before hose and helps right. him with it. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's gay time in the bathroom. That was, yeah. that was funny. And she plays it well. Uh, I've never seen um, the the boss and anything else, though. I, that was the, yeah, that's who I didn't know if you were talking about her. Uh, no. no, I haven't either. I mean, everybody does a great job. I just... Yeah. yeah. Didn't hit you. Yeah, for whatever reason. I, I'll, maybe I'll try to watch more and see. Because um, it's not, like we always talk about, it's not always fair to judge... By a pilot. Although I think this yeah. for a pilot, this is pretty fully realized. Like, I don't, you know, I think they the humor, the type of humor is already in place. The actors, mm-hmm. the characters are already in place. Like, it's not a lot of setup, unnecessary setup that is going to pay off later. I think it probably is this to some extent uh, all the way through. I'd agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, I I definitely like I find the actors very likable, even though they play unlikable characters. Uh, I like them. Yeah, that's that's the that's the. I mean, the same with it's always Sunny and Seinfeld. That's a good a good sign when you're able to to play. Well, sometimes people play unlikable characters, and I don't like them, and they're still doing a jo- good job. Yeah, no, that that's true, but. But but no, like it's always sunny. This is the same thing. The actors play very unlikable characters, and somehow I still like them. I think it's it's much harder in humor to do that um, than it is in drama. Like The Sopranos, we've talked about. You know, people just admired the shit out of Tony Soprano and thought he was a badass or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but in in comedy, you take a real risk, and um, and it sometimes does not pay off. Like there, are, I think nowadays there are way too many unlikable. Like they've gone too far with it, with the unlikable really? comedy characters. Who uh, else would you think of? Um, I can't remember the. Oh, well, another one. I only watched the first episode of, but um, you're the worst. That's one. Like, it's, I've never seen that. Yeah. Oh, but, so you're talking basically that all the cable. Yeah, com- yeah. Sitcoms. Okay. There's a like I've heard good things about you're the worst. So me too. I mean, but I, uh, the episode I watched didn't convince me. Um, was it the pilot? Yeah. Always judging my pilots, and and uh, everybody on Veep is pretty unlikable, but still likeable. right. That's one that works, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I no, think but I was took that some... idea and ran with it like really hard, and it doesn't work a lot of times. There's some shows where it's an unlikable character, and it's still funny, but I still don't like them. Like, and I'm speaking specifically of Doris Roberts and Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes, she's hilarious in it. And she plays an unlikable character, and she does such a good job of it that I can't stand you her. Don't like her at all. Yeah. No, I don't. No, but that—I mean—that's another level of, yes, of acting. T- so yeah. we should do everybody loves Raymond episode. Too. We should, yeah, because 
Her husband, for some reason, plays an unlikable character that you do like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, he's really unlikable. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway so this, anyway, this, this is... is I can appreciate it without necessarily loving it. And I get, I mean, it is much more juvenile than it's always sunny ever is. Yeah. It's always sunny is dumb, but it's always more absurd than juvenile. Right. And that's the same thing with, uh, broad city. I think when you make that, broad city goes into like really absurd territory. Yeah. But I think broad city is much more juvenile than it's always sunny. It is. But for some reason, the, the way they do their juvenile shit is smart. I don't, I don't know how oh, else I'm not to saying, say I think, it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I adore Broad City. I think Workaholics is pretty smart too. I think that's our, our main point of contention. Yeah. No, I, I, like I said, I think it is smart. It just doesn't work for me like Broad City or it's always sunny for whatever reason. Cause I don't think when they're doing like, they're writing up these, these, uh, the poop and a dollar bill jokes, they think it's funny just for that when maybe they do, but I, don't think so. And I think it's funny just for that, but I think it's, it's also funny just to make fun of characters who would think that is funny. Th- yeah. So it's both levels and I find both levels funny. I can, I can get it. Like I said, I get it. And I like, I like all the elements. It just as a show overall, didn't, didn't make me laugh. So, uh, not so. even when they're peeing in the bathroom and that guy that's in everything is like whispering in his ear. I thought that was pretty funny. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> like all the elements are there, man. <laughs> or when they go in and he says, do it like your mother taught you. <laughs> that guy is great. And I that guy. <laughs> yeah, the lines were good. I just, I was like, huh? Eh, eh. It was more of them. I don't know. Recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. You go first, cause shit, I gotta think of one. I I had one that we talked. Oh, I'm gonna recommend Little Voice. That's uh, we talked about it a little bit during the last half. It's a a movie from the '90s with Jane Horrocks and Ewan McGregor, and it's well worth watching. Fun soundtrack, and I also recommend a book I just finished, and it's heart wrenching and awful, but it was. If you like this kind of thing, and I don't, it's it's worth reading. I was recommended to me and. I'm glad I read it. I just, I just get too bogged down by a Columbine by Dave Cullen, which exhaustively investigates what was what happened uh, during the the mass shooting in '99. And there's a lot of stuff. So if you if you lived it, if you were alive back then, you remember what happened in the news. And there's lots of myths that came out at the time. And you kind of, if you stop paying attention like I did, you just kind of thought they were true. Like one of the myths was it was all based on being bullied, which doesn't necessarily sound like it was the whole truth. I mean, there was probably a lot of, there was definitely a lot of bullying going on in that high school as there are in a lot of high schools, but those guys were not specifically targeted and that was not really the main thrust of why they were killing people. And it was just a exhaustive look at the, like the, the heroes of the story, not heroes, the, the victims of the story and the, 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 the The perpetrators, perpetrators. Yeah. And it was, it was well-written and it was, it was almost novelistic that like he's, he's doing that thing that I sometimes hate, but I kind of get behind when you're writing a, a nonfiction story and you're giving us people's thoughts and you're kind of, the author is for, is, is extrapolating from like journals and, and other interviews to, to kind of figure out what the, what the, the people are thinking. I mean, there's no way he knew what the Klebold and Harris were thinking when they killed themselves after their plan 
didn't work out as well as they wanted to, but you kind of could by just extrapolating journals and and just what he thought. So I know that pisses some people off, but I th- thought it worked really well in this book. It's, you know, like in True Blood and that kind of thing. But it's it's worth reading. I think it's well-written. And the author was was there the day it happened, and he was worked on the book for like 10 years, and he's co- come back and written a couple afterwards. And apparently he had some bullshit in the book that he had to take out because there was a, a Columbine groupie who claimed to have sex with Harrison. It was all lies and Anyway, so it's it's a good book, and the problem for me is I got too involved, and I had to research some stuff from the book, and I found out that there are entire subset like subsections of the internet that are obsessed with the crimes and are obsessed with Harrison Klebold and in love with them, and that is gross, and I'm not happy that I found out about that. Oh, I mean, I think you probably could have guessed that though, had you I not even didn't, looked it up. Though. Yeah, I didn't. I know. So there, so I was just there was something I was curious about. I can't remember exactly what, so I looked it up, and there's like a bunch of message boards specifically about this mass shooting. And I went to one and it was kind of interesting. And then they talked about this specific book and they talked about how much he got wrong. And I'm like, why do the people think this? And it turns out that people are not happy that he wrote a book. First of all, his opinion is that the Harris was kind of the leader and Dylan was, Dylan Klebold just followed along and they don't like that. And I haven't, I don't care, but they also don't like that. They've decided that Harris is, is a psychopath and they think bullying took like was the major reasons and that makes it so they can identify with them and kind of think of them as heroes. Right. And that's gross. So anyway, don't search for stuff on the internet. Just read the book. And it, I mean, if you can take it, it's heartbreaking, but it's, well, you know, well, I always read those kind of books, so I might. Have you read this out. one? No, no, I haven't read that one. No, it's, it is, it is well written. It's, 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 it was well done. Well, you know, that reminds me, I don't think I've ever recommended it on this show, although I've recommended it to lots of people in real life, uh, a book by Philip Gervich, I think it is. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, we wish to inform you that tomorrow we will be killed with our families. Stories from Rwanda. Did you read that one? Yes. Another That's, one just breaks your heart. Yeah, that one, you just go, oh, my fucking God, you can't even believe what you read. Like, I read it because news reports here of Rwanda were very vague and didn't have a real picture. I mean, you knew there was some kind of genocide going on, but you didn't understand the background for it or anything. And it's an excellently written book mm-hmm. and uh, very readable for the su- what the subject matter is. Um, uh, yeah, the same with Columbine. Because I didn't read it for a long time because I was like, this is going to be a slog, but it's it's very readable. Yeah, yeah the same with this. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's a skill in itself to make something readable like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I mean, on the other hand, it's also about, like, you know, it's a huge tragedy, which which is dramatic in itself. Like, there is a, st- if you can tell the story correctly, it, you know, it's going to move right along. Right. Um, but, yeah, oh, yeah, that one, that book. Gave and that's you- a... It gave you context for the whole thing. You you got background on it, and it still and you just go, oh my god, what kind of fucking world are we living in? And I, I that book is so important because it did bring that out more than any other anything else about the in, in any kind of news reporting or anything. That book was was super popular. I mean, as far as that kind of book can be popular, right? But it it really informed people of things that they didn't know about and they should have. Yeah, and. You, I mean, if you can find it, Frontline, I think, did a documentary, Ghosts of Rwanda, which is just as painful as that book. Um, 
more so because there's images, you know, in right. some ways. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, there's there's your uh, recommendations. Go out and have fun with those. Hey, Little Voice is fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Little Voice. Oh, you know, I will, after my uh, screw-up, I will recommend The Handmaid's Tale. Still not done, but I'm glad it didn't end at episode six. And uh, it's, Why did you think there was only six episodes? I swear to God, I read it. I looked it up on the internet and read it, and, and it said there were only six episodes. Um, so, yeah, as Pat said, don't ever look anything up on the internet. Um, it's It still could be paced a little better, I believe, but uh, it is a compelling show. So, although, is it going to make you read the book? It's not or have make you already read me read it? I I I tried it um, and I couldn't get into the book. So really, but I think it is making a lot of people uh, want to read the book from just from the stuff I've read on the internet, on Facebook. I mean, um, oh, there's someone in the movie that I didn't. I mean, sorry, in the show I didn't know was in it. And I I like her. She's from Chuck, Yvonne Stravowski. Oh yeah, she's a uh, she is not a sympathetic character in this. <laughs> That's good. She is an interesting. I think she's a pretty good actress, but she's kind of seems like she's only gotten late roles, so she hasn't had a chance to do things. So maybe is she good in it? Yeah, she's fine. I mean, her part's oh. not super huge, um, but yeah, she does a good job playing uh, an ice queen, basically. Um, yeah, at first when she came on, I was like, "Is that Elizabeth Rome?" Yes. It's... <laughs> and then I also thought it was that. That woman from uh, Parenthood. God damn it. I don't, I don't know. Erica something. Um, anyway. We need less blondes in Hollywood. That's what I'm saying. Thanks. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Rate us highly on iTunes and write a review. Like us on Facebook. But most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Listen. It's the most, the most important thing you can do. Uh, especially you men, shut your dumb yaps for a minute. Listen, listen to other men talk, me and Pat. Yeah. It will enrich your life and uh, probably shorten it. So. And just maybe, just maybe, you'll teach us something. I think I almost never certainly. He said never sent us emails or anything. I said, I don't know how you're going to teach us anything. I don't either. I mean teach us how to hate ourselves more. Thanks, listeners. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.